Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. How is everyone doing today? I hope we're doing well. And welcome, welcome, welcome to the first edition of the Sea Report Live Digs. And I'm coming to you guys live on the foxhole.app, pill.net, twitch.tv, and also YouTube, believe it or not. I think uh, the topic for today's conversation should be fairly um, easy enough, and uh, <clears throat> it should be actually quite within, I think, the uh, boundaries that uh, the that the people of uh, YouTube and beyond have put upon patriots and people who just want to speak the truth. I apologize about the terrible lighting and everything else, uh, but hey, we're going to do what we can do. Now, before we get into today's episode, I know you guys are looking at this woman on the screen and you're saying, Mr. C, what the heck is going on here? Uh, we, <laughs> Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Katie Hobbs, she is on the screen. Uh, she's there for a reason. Let me go ahead and kind of preface, preface the show. I talked a little bit about it last night. If uh, any of you all are um, a, a regular viewer of the Mr. C channel over at the foxhole.app or at pill.net, if you check us out at Mr. C TV, if you uh, actually now that we're we're uh, I'm I'm kind of diversifying my efforts, um, we're over on YouTube at least once a week now just to try and you know diversify right we're gonna diversify we're gonna talk about uh we're gonna talk about diversifying just like the sjw's and the little snowflakes that want us to diversify so anyways that's what we're doing here we're not on clout hub right now um uh, many apologies to any of those over at clout hub but uh like i said today's show today's episode is going to be safe enough to where we can actually uh we can actually broadcast on a tyrannical and uh, censoring po uh, platform like YouTube and not worry about it. We're not going to be, uh, I don't think we'll be triggering them today. We won't be triggering any of the algorithms with our topic of conversation, but I did want to let you all know at the head of the show, kind of what's going on here. Now, today is my last day in Las Vegas for any of you guys who have been following me over here at the Mr. C channel. Pardon me. Uh, and you guys know what's going on. Uh, today will be my last day here. Um, I'm actually going to be heading out shortly, but I want to get in something before I went home. Uh, still here in Vegas, and uh, I know you guys are also missing the C report. I've gotten some uh, feedback. Well, not feedback. I just, you know, people have been in touch, and uh, everyone's kind of wondering when we're going to bring the C report back. I know it's been uh, since Monday. Today's now what Wednesday. Uh, so we will have a regular C report coming back at you, just like we always do Monday through Friday. Um, I would say at least by manana, at least by tomorrow, we should have another C report up and going again. Uh, we'll see where the rest of the day takes us. Uh, but what I did want to do right now is uh, get the first episode in of this brand new show that I am going to be putting together. Uh, everything is kind of hodgepodge. Everything's kind of happenstance, happen chance. You know how it goes. Uh, but um, <clears throat> I had this idea to do this show. And who knows? I mean, I don't know how often we'll do the live digs uh, because we're going to dig live with you all today. Um, about the Secretary of States, and that's 
really the primary reason why I am doing this is because I've been sitting on all of this information about the secretaries of states for literally months, like at least at the least two months I've been sitting on it because I'm trying, I've been trying to get um, the story together. Now, as you guys know, whenever I'm working on the C report, I believe, I believe I even shared it with some of you all the night before. I know I've shared it with a couple of people about the way that looks, you know, whenever I'm putting the report together and whenever I'm getting everything ready to go, um, you know, including videos, including websites, including photos, including graphics, all that stuff, you know, like uh, the big, the big thing for me, there's the prep time. Okay. Now with as big of a story as the secretary of states is, it's just taken too long to get it together. So I figured if we were able to get a live dig in, that would be much easier. And it would also uh, help me get that information out and in and, and expedited fashion, which is actually more important than putting a show together. You like this information needs to get out. A lot of you all out there know about the secretaries of state. A lot of you all know about how that office is extremely important for each state in particular, but also very important for the nation as a whole and how it is so corrupted. It is so corrupted right now. Um, and we all know who, we all know who, is the person that um, uh, paid into that corruption in order to uh, get this office to do what they want, to what ends, to what means, I don't know. You know, this man usually works in color revolutions, but he figured out, hey, if we get the Secretary of States, if we get the AGs, if we get the governors, you know, like we pretty much got everything going in our own direction. Okay, so that's why we're going to do a kind of, well, we are going to do a live dig on it. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, some particular primary shining examples of the secretaries of snakes. That is what I like to call them. And you guys know if you've been watching the C report for any amount of time that the secretary of snakes is probably the best, um, the best uh, nickname for these individuals who are inhabiting that office at this time. Um, so again, with that, uh, we're, we're just gonna we're just gonna take a look. I'm just gonna take you guys along with me, uh, the way that I would be going through all this information. We got I got some articles prepped. I got a few websites prepped. We're probably gonna be digging and like searching as we go along um, to talk about these individuals. Uh, you guys know it, and you guys know that George Soros is absolutely involved. Um, but I don't think people really understand or realize exactly how important this is. Like, and I'm not saying that people don't, I'm saying gen generally speaking, people don't. I'm not saying specifically, like, you don't understand. I'm just saying in general, and, and particularly within the Patriot community, we don't understand exactly how important this topic is. It's like when I was uh, over at the um, the conference, the uh, the Patriot Double Down, like, and we had people from Texas coming up to talk to us, uh, myself and another person in particular, uh, uh, with a, a hat nod to Wendy Rogers and to Mark Fincham and to uh, 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 Jim Marchant. You know, they were like, get with them. They're with Texas. Let's go. And so we did that. 
And like, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to explain to them exactly what's going on in Texas. And the only thing that I get is, well, I figured there was something up with that. And it's just like glaze over. It's kind of just like it washes over. And I'm like, you don't understand. You don't understand. You don't understand. You don't understand. Like, you don't understand. Like, it's super important. Like, this office, the Office of Secretary of State, is so important. Um, because if you think about it, you know, you have your governor, obviously that's important, right? You have your lieutenant governor or however they're called in your state, respectively. You know, you have you have all of that body of lawmakers. But when you get to the secretary of state, okay, let's not forget our vote is not our voice, okay? Our vote is our freedom, all right? Like our vote is literally representative of our freedom, of our ability to be free, of our ability to say we're free moral agents and we can do what we want. And this is America. And this is America because we have the right to vote for our public offices, for our president, for people who will keep our country sacred as a republic, as a country based on law, the rule of law, and the freedom of man, right? We are that shining beacon on the hill. So if you ask me, Secretary of State is like the most important, it's more important than the governor. Like the governor, the governor is important because obviously they're going to, they're going to, uh, you know, they're going to give us the flow and the feel of the way that the state is going to go. But if you have a corrupt Secretary of State, well, my friends, ladies and gentlemen, like we've seen what happened, guys. We have seen what was, what has happened since that time y'all we've seen 2020 the elections gone okay who did it go to and why do you think it went that way it's because even if you had a good governor your secretary of state if they were corrupted like the woman that we have on the screen here was her yeah yeah katie hobbs look at her you see that face you see the face of katie hobbs like because of people like her People who have sold out and done everything that they can to rob Americans of their voice and their vote. It's a very, very important office. So we're going to talk about that today. Just real quick. Um, good afternoon, uh, La India Chingona. Good to see you over there on Twitch. Hope you're doing well this afternoon. And uh, we got a few peeps hanging out over at the Foxhole and Pills. How you doing, Sly Park 2020? It's good to see you. And also uh, I-70. Ooh, that's a brand new one, I-70. I don't think I've seen you in the chats before. Um, I-70 says, uh, as an independent journalist exposing January 6th, I am facing 47 years and $750,000 in fines. Uh, gives and go doc. Okay. All right. Um, I 70, I don't know you from Jack and I apologize that you're facing that. Um, perhaps you should DM me so we can get a little bit of that cleared out. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about that. Hey, monkey toes. Happy birthday. I saw that. <laughs> uh, monkey toes 71. If I were more prepared for you, I would most definitely sing you the happy birthday song. Um, ask pilled by the rabbit about that, but happy birthday. Happy birthday. Indeed. It's great to see you in the audience. I'm so happy for you. 
um, and I'm, I'm happy you popped in to say hello uh, and um, many more to come, I'm sure. So ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and jump into this. Uh, time is short. It's my last day in Vegas. I don't know how long this show is going to run, but we're going to do nothing but talk about the Secretary of State's and kind of dig into that. Now, um, I, I think I think the most important thing that I want to share with you all in regards to this is we're going to look at several examples of current Secretaries of State who are corrupt and have done everything to defile our elections, right? Um, we're going to look at the primary funding source of where this came from. And we're also going to look at uh, a few other uh, items. Okay, just to just so we can get this out there. This 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 information is known. People know about this. People were talking about this in 2012. People were talking about this in 14. You know, people were talking about this. We're in 21, guys, and and this this information is known. Why it has not adhered to our souls and spirits as a very important um, um, uh, factor in everything that's been happening in our elections, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I don't know why we haven't hasn't gotten to us yet, you know. And um, Jim Marchant, uh, who is currently running for Secretary of State of Nevada, okay, and he was also endorsed by President Trump in 2020, right? He was he was endorsed in 2020. He lost the race. He lost the race in Nevada. He I believe he was running for a representative, a state representative position. Um, but uh, you know, I, I tried to talk with the man. Uh, Jim Marchant, I, I mean, I, obviously I don't hold anything, I don't hold anything against anyone. Uh, I would still like to get him on the show. I mean, he has my card. I have his, we talked and, uh, Jim Marchant's a very important man, ladies and gentlemen, he's very important. And if there are any other, uh, podcasters, live streamers, content creators who have enough clout to get him on their show, they need to get him on their show. Like I, I would say get get him on your show and pick his brain uh send regards for mr c please but you know i i approached the man at least four times and he agreed to do an interview with me at least three of those times <laughs> and it just didn't happen but it's okay because like um like i said uh there was a lot of stuff going on at the conference this past weekend but um, Jim Marchand's very important. He's a very important man. And when we were um, when we're talking about the entire Forgotten Country Patriot Double Down conference that happened, my I was there for election integrity. That's my thing. Like that is one hundred percent my thing. Great speakers all of the days, but Monday. The slowest day of the conference is when they brought up the, the panels for election integrity. Those were so important, like you don't understand. So we're also going to take a look at Jim Marchant. He's again running for Secretary of State of Nevada. And we're gonna take a look at what he's doing, okay? Like I got to talk to Christina Caramo. I got to talk to Jim Marchant, even though it wasn't on camera. You know, um, we also had uh, Mark Fincham there and I just about wet my pants when I saw him. So anyways, uh, let me, let's go ahead and move on. So, okay, so let's take a look. Right here we have on the screen, that is one Katie Hobbs. You know, I usually call her Katie Schnobbs. And uh, she is the Secretary of Snakes for the state of Arizona. 
Okay, that's one of them. Who's another one that we usually talk about here on the C Report? Jenna Griswold. Jenna Griswold is the Secretary of Snakes for Colorado. Okay, now we all have we well actually I shouldn't say we all have. She her name and her likeness. I think every time I've ever had her on the screen, I've used this picture. She looks like an emaciated bat boy um, who's going to suck the soul out of the children of Salem. And, you know, man, I tell you, Colorado, this is the Secretary of State uh, Snakes for Colorado. She is, um, she, is a, she is a piece of work, guys. So, uh, you know, we talk about her, and I'm just giving you examples of some of the current Secretaries of Snakes that we're dealing with right now. These are the cast of characters that you will hear me or have heard me talk about on the C-Report pretty much since about i don't know march or april you know we went on uh, we went live here in february at the sea report and uh and this has been the tale to tale this has been the story guys this has been uh, this has been the story like i said do we have other stories going on do we have uh do we have charlie victor jesse nueve and all of those um all of those um, um, deadly inoculations to talk about. Yeah, we do. Of course, we do. Do we have? Do we have uh, what? The entire world economy collapsing because of China and Evergrande? Yeah, I'm sure we do. Do we have a whole bunch of uh, stockpiled, uh, you know, uh, weapons and drugs are coming across the border that's wide open, and and we're basically being um, we're basically being invaded by foreign uh, foreign entities into our country. Yes, we do. Do we have an entire supply of container ships off the coast of California, right, that are, are not even loading into our uh, cities and our towns that are going to cause shortages, uh, supply chain issues through next year? Yes, we do. But let me tell you what, if it were not for the fraudulent election of 2020, if it were not for people like Jenna Griswold and Katie Hobbs, we would not be in this situation right now. And that's why this is important. Okay, so here we go. Here's the next one. Jocelyn Benson, ladies and gentlemen. You guys know Jocelyn Benson. You know, we talk about her and the work that she's done in Michigan, you know, that has just gone to screw over the constituency and thereby screw over the rest of the country. Now, I got to speak with Christina Caramo, who is running for Secretary of State in Michigan. Guys, I mean, these people are my rock stars. And like... Christina Caramo, uh, you guys have, uh, if you're in Michigan, you need to vote for Christina. You need to get this woman out of office, this Secretary of Snakes Benson, get her out. Like, sh this woman, ooh, man, like, you guys know how I feel about these things. Like, you guys know how passionate I can get about these things. Get her out! Get her out! Okay. <laughs> oh, here's another one. Do you guys know who this one is? We've mentioned her a few times here at the Sea Report. We've mentioned her a few times here at the Sea Report. This is Veronica de Graffenreid, okay? Veronica de Graffenreid is the current acting Secretary of Snakes for Pennsylvania. And I'm just giving you guys some examples of probably the more obviously corrupt, the, the, uh, the ones who are really, they really stand out when we're talking about the level of corruption that these people have done with. And of course, if you didn't realize, maybe you did, uh, Arizona, Michigan, Pennsylvania, 
These were among the highest contested um, states during the 2020 election. So what's going on? Well, Veronica de Graffenry, to be quite honest with you all, was not even the Secretary of State during during the entire uh, 2020 election fraud. Okay, it was actually uh, Kathy Brookvar, if I'm not mistaken. And I don't got I don't got a picture of her for you guys. I could pull it up if you'd want. I mean, we're digging after all. But the reason why I don't have Brookvar on the screen is because. De Graffenried is the current acting Secretary of State. Now, there I say acting. Keep this in mind, guys. I should say acting Secretary of the Commonwealth, right? Because Pennsylvania is a Commonwealth, and they and you know Secretary of States in Commonwealths are different from those in other states. Okay, if you're in a Commonwealth, your Secretary of State is appointed. Okay, it's not voted on; it's appointed. Like when we're talking about Michigan, and we're talking about, uh, you know, Jocelyn Benson, the current Secretary of Snakes versus Christina Caramo, the future Secretary of State in Michigan, that's voted on, okay? Now, Pennsylvania, and uh, let's see, Pennsylvania, Virginia, Tennessee, right? Are we talking commonwealths, right? If I'm not mistaken, those are the three commonwealths. Commonwealths appoint, they appoint their Secretary of State. So they have to go through the Senate uh, hearing and they have to get, you know, um, vetted and approved by the state senators. Now, here's the other thing. And we're going to get to this also because this is very important as well. Texas, Texas apparently appoints, Texas appoints their secretaries of state. That's a big issue. Okay. It's a big issue. And uh, because of Texas, I think we may have a window into how some of these snakes work, okay? Because of Texas and the good old boy rhinos down here who have been running afoul of the Texas um, citizens who have been basically, they've basically bamboozled us, okay? Texans have been bamboozled. You know, whether you are a, a Republican, a conservative, a constitutionalist, We've been bamboozled. If you are one of those rare, one of those, they're, because they are a dying breed, guys, but if you are one of those rare patriotic Democrats who literally loves their country but just doesn't dig deep or doesn't pay attention, you have been bamboozled too, okay? Because in the end, we're all in the same fix, guys. Whether we're Democrat, whether we're Libertarian, whether we're conservative or Republican, whether we're independent, we're all in the same fix. Like, it's it sucks, you know? We, we, we are friends amongst, uh, we are friends amongst our enemies, guys. Like, we have to be, and we have to stand united. And we have to, regardless of our political affiliation, regardless of that, if you play team sports with your politics, that's different. But if you are literally open-minded to what we're talking about, then we're all on the same team, okay? Even if they're Democrat, I'm not going to say if you're a left-leaning liberal, because if you're a left-leaning liberal, you're not a liberal. You're a left-leaning liberal, and you probably are happy with the things that people like uh, Veronica de Graffenried and Jocelyn Benson and Katie Hobbs is doing, okay? Because that's the camp that these people belong to, all right? That's the camp they belong to. They belong to the left-leaning, let's go socialist, let's go communist, let's go Nazism, let's go fascism. 
that's those people, okay? So far left that they eventually become very far right, and that's the way it goes. But like I'm saying, in the commonwealths, they're appointed. Now, Texas is not a commonwealth, but we still appoint our freaking secretaries of state down here. And they have bamboozled Texans so hard I don't know what's going to happen when Texans wake up. I really don't. Like, that was the main point. Like, when I was there at the conference and I was standing before my rock stars uh, and, you know, and I had Wendy Rogers and Mark Fincham and Sonny Borelli and, and others on stage and we had a chance to ask a question. I could not even get my question out. Embarrassing. But when I finally did, I told them, look, I'm from Texas. The audit we're having down here is a sham. Like, you want to talk about a fraud at Wendy? This is a fraud at, okay? It's a total 100% sham. Like, it's not the real thing. Like, they're pretending and they're faking us out. And only one Texas representative has signed that document to, um, to, to um, go into all 50 states and do a forensic audit or to do a canvas. Like, the on there's only one, guys. Only one person from Texas. Now, how fake is that, right? That should that should wake the hell out of Texans. And I don't understand why Texans, as proud as they are, and as much as they claim to love their state and their country, that they're not open. They're not up in arms right now. I can't believe that we don't have like a thousand Texans marching to the Capitol armed because of the shit that they're doing here. I apologize. I don't tend to cuss this uh, early in the day, but. <laughs> I'm pissed, guys. I am so livid about what is happening in our state and how they have bamboozled us. They have bamboozled us hard. And the best way to describe that, the best way to really um, um, say that to you guys is that when it comes to the Secretary of States, they keep that door revolving. And the one who's doing all the work is the Deputy Secretary of Snakes, and he's the one that is working for the left. Okay, and he, it's a he currently in Texas. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Secretaries of Snakes don't just come in girl. They also come in boy. All right, this person here is a new one, and I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually quite excited. So I'll tell you what I'm going to end up doing most likely, but let's take this person right here. This is Barbara Savekski. Barbara Savekski. She is the current Secretary of Snakes for Nevada. Okay, she is a Republican. Um, she fought Trump on the election integrity. Okay, like she fought him. Uh, said, no, you can't do that. You know, we and, and Nevada falls into what? When we're talking about the five most highly contested states, um, um, during the 2020 election, we're talking about, uh, Michigan, we're talking about Arizona, we're talking about Georgia, we're talking about Wisconsin, we're talking about Pennsylvania, right? Those are the five, right? After that, we have, uh, Nevada. Nevada was highly contested. Like this was another one of those battleground states, you know, it's also a swing state. So like there, that's another reason why it was so important, but this woman here, a, an elected Republican um, said BS to election integrity, said BS to election fraud, and she fought it. Now, she ended up getting censored by the Republican legislative body in Nevada. And again, this is the person that Jim Marchant is running against. I'm saying, guys, if you are a content creator and you have any clout, you should get Jim Marchant on your show. 
poke his brain and see what he's up to. He's got a lot of stuff that he's working on. Now, like I said, guys, Secretaries of Snakes also come in boy form. We have Bradford Raffensperger. You guys know I rail on Bradford all the time. Bradford is the easiest one to pick on. I used to call him Bradley until I, I found out his name is Bradford, not Bradley. Anyways, so Bradford Raffensperger is, again, he is, this dude, this dude is a total Democrat. If he's not a Democrat, he's just a socialist. If he's not a socialist, he's a left-leaning liberal. Like, 100%. This guy is not a Republican. This guy is not a conservative. We covered on the C Report that there, is, there are basically like PR firms in, in Georgia where they, where, they, where, they, um, where they recruit Democrats and then they turn them into Republicans and they run them as Republicans. Like, there's like two of them in Georgia that they do that. Well, Bradford went to that, the school of how to be a Republican or how to be a rhino actually would be more like it. This dude, he's a total Democrat. I don't believe for a second, he's a, he's a lefty. Actually, I shouldn't even say Democrat, even though Democrats, that party, it, it causes division if there weren't enough right. But the party in general, when we're talking about Democrats, I mean, they started for bunk reasons anyways, right guys? Like they, yeah. Democrats, uh, but he that he is that that is Bradford one hundred percent. He's the easiest target because of how ridiculous his state Georgia is. Like it's ridiculous the state of Georgia when we're talking about how obvious the fraud was, how bad they covered it up. Like they did not do a good job whatsoever. Like and it, it's obvious, you know, and it's again one of the most contested states in the nation during the 2020 election fraud. Bradford, you need to get your smack together. Let me tell you what though, they could decertify Georgia right now. They could decertify Georgia to day but this man has fought it tooth and nail and not only has he fought it tooth and nail he's replaced the blame he's shifted responsibility right he takes no responsibility for his duties as a secretary of state none whatsoever like he's like oh well even though i'm the one that oversees and 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 uh, ensures that you know everything is going well as far as elections are concerned in the state even though i am where the buck stops for elections in my state we're going to blame all the counties and I'm going to have the federal government come in and do an investigation. Okay, Bradford, oh, what a way to abscond your duties. What a way to uh, to defile your office. Like you're going to have the federal government. You sound like Chip Roy, Mr. Bradford. You guys know who Chip Roy is. People give Chip Roy a big old boost. They're like, oh, yeah, Chip Roy, that representative down in Texas, he's uh, he's representing all in Austin, and he's representing, and he's a Republican. He's fighting. But yeah, well, we know it's screw Chip Roy because Chip Roy, and these are his words almost verbatim. Chip Roy said, well, we Texans believe that the federal government should be in charge of our elections. You can go take that to the dumpster, Chip Roy, because we do not believe that, my friend, and that you do that you do believe that shows us that you are a rhino. You're right up there with Dan Crenshaw. You are terrible. Okay, if you want to fight for me not to have a mask, okay, fine. But if you want to fight for me to have a mask with elections because you want the federal government to come into my state and handle them, you got another thing coming, boy. All right, you got another thing coming. We both got marble crowns. Let's go. Like, I am not even about to put up with that crap. Anyways, speaking about Texas, like I said, they come in boy form. 
This is the current. This is a new one, guys. You guys ain't seen this one before. I'm gonna ride this guy like a like a pig that he is. This is the current acting secretary of state, otherwise known as the deputy secretary of state for Texas. Okay, this is Joe Esparza. This is the man who's been running all of the deep state shenanigans in elections in Texas for years, okay? Years. Like, this guy's been doing it for at least four to six years, if not more. Now, Joe Esparza is the Deputy Secretary of State. Now, let me tell you about Texas and how Texas has bamboozled Texans. Let me tell you about Texas and how Texas has basically totally defrauded us of what we thought was going on in this state okay i covered this a little bit on lone star news and that's why we're bringing it up here today because this is about how texans have been bamboozled and how we think that we're oh we think that things are going the right way but we're really being run by rhinos that know how to pull the wool over our eyes in texas it's bad guys it is bad it's worse than california it's worse than new york and i know it sounds it's just like a texan to say oh things are better and bigger here it's just like a texan to say oh it's worse here right like <laughs> It's just like a Texan to say that, right? Like, it's worse than all of you guys. You don't even understand. It's it's the worst thing in Texas. In Texas, guys, okay, and, and let this be an example as we move forward. If we don't really know or understand what's going on in our own home states in regards to this office, the Secretary of State, let this serve in as example. And if you see this pattern in your state, then you know how to attack it, okay? If you see this same pattern in your state, you know how to attack it, and this is what I'm talking about, okay? In Texas, okay, in Texas, when we are having uh, the Secretary of State or the, you know, the governor or whatever, when we're running for elections, the length of the office, okay? In Texas, the Secretary of State should serve the same amount of years per term, as the governor. So we have a governor who gets elected. He runs for four years. That's a single term. Okay. The secretary of state is supposed to be there the same length of time as the governor. Four years. Okay. Four years. In Texas, we've had 48 governors. We've had 48 governors. We've had 113 secretaries of state. The secretaries of state are literally turning around in a year to two years and they're gone. Governor Abbott has had four secretaries of state since he has been governor. Okay, he's working on his fifth one right now. Okay, four to five secretaries of state. That's a broken system, guys. This is this could be a pattern in your state also. So make sure if you're not aware, just look it up. How many secretaries of state have you had? How many governors have you had? And what is the length of their term supposed to be? Okay, because in Texas, we've had more than double the secretaries of state that there are for governors. If we if things were going the way they should be, it they should match or they should be very close guys like when i first looked this up i was kind of like well maybe we've had like a little bit more we maybe we've had a few more a few more secretaries of state than we have had governors and 
I was literally shooketh when I found out we had literally more than double the amount of secretaries of state here than we have had governors. It's a broken system. It's a sham. And that's how we have been bamboozled. Okay, because they run it, you know, uh, they run the good old boys, rhino politics in Texas. So we think, hey, Governor Abbott securing the border. Oh, hey, Governor Abbott's fighting against mandates. Oh, hey, Governor Abbott's going to bring back election integrity. Oh, hey. Governor Abbott's been endorsed by President Trump. Oh, hey, President Trump called out the speaker. President Trump congratulated the lieutenant governor. Oh, hey, we're doing good. Oh, wait, wait, wait. They want to run a forensic audit in four counties in Texas, and yet there's not going to be a canvas, and yet they're not going to review the physical ballots, and yet they're only going to review a portion of the electronic ballot images, and yet... Half of it's already done, and yet the rest of it's going to be done in the following year? Fiscal 22? I don't think so. Okay, that's BS. And I don't think that uh, Governor Abbott or any of the good old boy rhinos expected anyone in Texas to wake up to this because they have been bamboozling us for a long time. 113 secretaries of state versus 48 governors means they have been running this scheme for a long time, okay? And when I was looking it up, I was like, okay, maybe, maybe. It, this happened, uh, you know, around Rick Perry. Maybe this happened around W. Bush when he was governor. Maybe that's when they started it. But that was only three governors ago. <laughs> that was three governors ago, which means they've been running this scheme against Texans for a long time. And it's about time we woke up to it, guys. And if you guys see a similar pattern in your state, this is what they're doing. This guy I have on my screen, his name is Joe Esparza. He is our Deputy Secretary of State. Now, when the Secretary of States leave office, and again, we'll go back to um, we'll go back to Governor Abbott's first Secretary of State. Okay, I don't have his name at the top of my head right now, but the first one, okay, the first one he had left after a year and a half in office. And he said, and I quote almost verbatim, he said, well, um, secretaries of state uh, usually stay in office for about two years. So I'm about on par for my time. And he resigned. So when he resigns, here comes Joe Esparza. Joe Esparza, the deputy secretary of state, takes on the responsibilities of the Texas Secretary of State when there is an interim period where there's no Secretary of State. So Secretary of State number one for Abbott resigns, Joe Esparza steps up, and then Governor Abbott appoints the next one. Governor Abbott appointed the next one who, oh my goodness, I don't have his name at the top of my head, but this man, I'm really concerned about what the second one that he had is doing. It was the second or the third one. But oh my goodness, it's it's it. I think it, it has the chance to be a very big story. What's going on with this guy in San Antonio and in Texas? Very big guys. I'm I'm scared to dig into it. Uh, but we got to do what we got to do. So he leaves after two years. Joe Esparza, this guy here again as deputy deputy secretary of state, steps in.
Okay. So then Governor Abbott appoints the third one. And oh, actually, the third one, yeah. The second one is the scary one. The second one's the scary one. I don't remember his name. The third one got into a lot of trouble because he tried to clean up the voter rolls. And when he did the communication that he had between the Texas Department of uh, Public's, what was it, DPS? Yeah. Um, the, the communications going between them flagged all of these people. And so he got booted, basically. His name was Whitlock, I think. Uh, he got booted because they said he was being racist because he went after immigrants while trying to clean up the voter rolls. So this guy goes, and here comes again. Joe Esparza, Deputy Secretary of State, to come and fill in the bill. So then Governor Abbott appoints his fourth Secretary of State. It was a woman. Uh, I don't remember her name. She's Argentinian. Uh, she just resigned a few months ago. So since she resigned, Joe Esparza has been doing the Secretary of State duties. Joe Esparza, ladies and gentlemen, is the man who wrote the summary for the forensic audit that we're doing here in Texas. Joe Esparza hangs out with all of the people I just showed you. Benson, Hobbs, uh, Griswold, Raffensperger. He's part of that crew, guys. We have been bamboozled in the state of Texas into believing that things are going the way that they need to go. And we have this guy who's hanging out with a bunch of lefties that were funded by George Soros, who Governor Abbott adores. Governor Abbott adores Joe Esparza. This needs to get out far and wide, guys. Like, I'm telling you, like, this this episode we should share it far and wide guys like this is the most one of the most important digs that i have been into and have been trying to get out and i'm i don't know i'm kind of thinking that we're gonna have to do a part two to this guys <laughs> like because it's pretty it's pretty hefty it is pretty hefty indeed um okay let me see real quick because we're about to move on from here this was just the intro y'all <laughs> This was just the intro. I'm not even joking. <clears throat> okay, let me uh, let me pull something up here for you guys real quick. Uh, you're going to keep on looking at Joe Esparza and that uh, disgusting face because um, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. But okay, so what, what most of you all probably know, what most of you all probably know is that... Um, if there was anything that people would know about the secretaries of state and their position, it would be this. And it would be that back in like the mid 2000s, George Soros literally uh, created something called the Secretary of State Project. Okay. And uh, the Secretary of State Project, he funded in order to get progressive, Democrat, left leaning, liberal types of people into that position now why would he want that because again the secretaries of state is a um it is a position that literally literally determines our elections and it goes pretty deep okay it goes pretty deep um let me see here if i can pull this up for you guys Uh, what I want to do here is um, show you guys something about how that all works with Soros and the Secretaries of State. And then we'll get into a little bit more of a dig. 
about uh, about what we're looking at for today's episode. here instead and uh a lot of this today is just on the fly guys like i am not i <laughs> i have a few i have a few tabs pulled open but for the most part we're just gonna be going and going we're just gonna go as we go uh let me see here and fear not ladies and gentlemen Sea report will be coming back. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. This is just kind of a, well, this is episode one of this type of an episode, but we'll see. Hold on. Let me get this. Uh... Now, there was a very important thing that uh, Christina Caramo said whenever we were uh, chatting. Um, and she said it again on stage. It's very, very, very important. Um, and, and she said, what Christina Caramo said is, we can't be mad at George Soros, okay? She said, we cannot be mad at George Soros for funding and, uh, you know, basically giving all this money to everyone to uh, do what they want, right? She said, we cannot be mad at him if we ourselves are not funding those people who are running for office. And she gave a really good example. She was like, there's probably at least a million patriots, right? And, and, and she's like, if a million patriots gave like ten dollars um to to a uh, a specific campaign like say a million patriots gave ten dollars to christina caramo's campaign that's like a hundred million dollars you know that would that would beat george soros you know what i mean like so that was a very good point i thought that she made um, when it comes to that, like we can't be mad at George Soros if we are not funding our political um, or our uh, our own people, you know, very good statement. I thought that she made it kind of made me think about funding things a different way. Could you imagine if people mobilized in that direction like they would literally share like the people? OK, we're all going to just do a dump on this candidate or we're going to do a dump, a money dump on this candidate and stuff like that, like. That's a that's a very interesting way to think about it. I thought, um, and I was like, yeah, you know, I was like, you're right. You know, like who can't afford ten dollars? Like I don't even have money, and I could afford ten dollars. You know what I mean? Like, and if everyone did it that way, I think that would be very a uh, very effective way. It would be a very effective way. Okay, 
Uh, I'm thinking I'm going to play this one real quick for you guys, uh, and then we're going to go ahead and jump into the rest of it. Um, let's see here. And I say that because I wasn't planning to play any videos, but I, I kind of need to at this moment. Let me see. Exposed. Let's get him on the screen. Okay. We'll see how successful that is. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Oh my god, this guy came back up. Where'd he come from? Okay, let me do this way. Oh, oh, there you are. There you are, Georgie boy. Okay, let me run this real quick for you guys, and uh, we will be right back. Hello, I'm back. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're live. We're live. Okay, cool. Actually, let's do it this way. And share. Okay, here we go. Organizations funded by the billionaire hedge fund manager George Soros appear to be making a coordinated effort to oppose convention estates. These organizations include Common Cause and Center on Budget and Policy Priorities, both bankrolled by Soros. My name is Anthony Gutierrez. I represent uh, Common Cause Texas. Good evening, my name is Ted Bettner. I'm the Executive Director of the West Virginia Center on Budget and Policy. How would delegates be chosen? Uh, how does the delegate selection process work? What rules would govern their decision making? Uh, what are the, the rules for voting? Who decides what is germane? Who settles these issues? The only constitutional convention in history in 1787 went far beyond its mandate. Uh, that convention went far beyond the scope of what it was intended to do. And, and it also ignored the ratification process. And it also didn't uh, uh, adhere to the ratification these two organizations are among an alliance of Soros groups mobilizing against Convention of States. And now, Professor David Super has emerged as the top public attacker of Convention of States. Super is a Georgetown law professor who served as general counsel to Soros' Center on Budget and Policy Priorities and has recently published numerous op-eds in major publications attacking Convention of States. Until recently, Super had spent his entire legal career with no apparent interest in Article 5. The American framers gave us Article 5 as a tool for we, the people, to propose the proper kinds of constitutional reforms to rein in federal overreach. They unanimously agreed to insert the Convention of States into the Constitution. Should this also be unanimous among constitutionally-minded representatives? We're not backing down, and neither should you. Help us fight back. Contact your state representative today and ask them. 
Whose side are you on? The side of the American founders or George Soros? Sign the petition at cosaction.com and find out how you can be part of the solution that's as big as the problem. <laughs> okay, we're back, guys. All right, I apologize. I hope that was uh, at least somewhat uh, informative. A little off topic, but like I said, we're doing digs today, and uh, I, I wasn't planning on playing a video, but I, I should have had at least one that was good to go in case nature called, right? Okay, I'm not going to just leave you there sitting by yourself. Okay, so uh, real quick, real quick, <laughs> that's what that was all about. Haha, <laughs> that's what it's all about. Uh, real quick, I'm just going to hop into chat before we get moving. Um, we still got a little bit of time here. Uh, let's see here. Michael King 50, uh, 5571 is in the house. Happy Sandwich Day. Um, let's see here. Um, classical Chick, hello, hello, hello. Classical Chick, good to see you. Anka Vanka, good to see you as well. And uh, Texas Gal, hugs and hearts, my friend. Sent me an email, so good to catch you. I'll definitely check that out, Miss Texas Gal. Sean Joe, good to see you, sir. Thank you for the cookie. And speak uneasy. Good afternoon, sir. And thank you also for gifting that cookie. Uh, yeah, we're just uh, we're just talking about. This. I don't know. You've been in here since twelve fifty one, man. We just uh, we just went hard on Texas uh, not too long ago. But let's keep moving along, guys, as we're talking about this. Now, the reason with this whole George Soros thing that I had playing up there, and I'll go ahead and get this ready for you. Uh, okay, so here's um, here's an article. Uh, talking about um, uh, George Soros and Katie Hobbs. It says, uh, Arizona Secretary of State Katie Hobbs, who is connected to both George Soros and Clinton, is now preparing to fight Senate over audit of election results in Maricopa County. So again, guys, like we were talking about uh, how she is connected to Soros and uh, basically, basically a lefty. Um, billionaire George Soros is once again sticking his communist nose where it doesn't belong, along with the Clintons, as they are seemingly getting their money's worth in Maricopa County, thanks in large part to their uh, their pawn, Secretary of State Katie Hobbs. Now, this is something that we've always known, guys. We've known this for quite some time in regards to Katie Hobbs. And again, this is just an example. This is just a little bit of sauce for you guys, right? So this way we can, uh, uh, I should say, receipts new tab i want to see the tab um about about how this all is interconnected we've covered this for the longest time here at the c report for as long as we've been on air just about uh it says here uh the gp report refers to hobbs as a mancurian candidate noting that she was installed in her current position back in 2018 providing a choke point for liberals in the Arizona state government, <clears throat> America's fourth largest county, Maricopa County, is about to go through a forensic audit. Okay, so this is that's how old this is, this article. Um, and this is from Arizona State Senate. Okay, that so that was two, I believe. That was from the Senate. So uh, it's it's okay. We already we already know the snake that um, Katie Hobbs is, and and yet this fool thinks that she can run for governor. <laughs> This fool Katie Hobbs thinks she can run for governor, right? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that uh, Carrie Lake is going to kick her butt. Uh, the National Democrat Party, not Democratic, the National Democrat Party sent out a very threatening e-demand letter back on April 6th addressing to four audit teams through Mark Elias, Perkins Coy, 
this particular correspondence was sent by a hit squad that is being led by an activist group, progressive in nature, called the Protect Democracy Project. So Perkins Coy, all these people are getting, uh, you know, funded, of course, by Soros. But again, we can't be mad at Soros if we're not funding it ourselves, if we're not funding our candidates. Perkins Coy and Mark Elias were responsible for the discredited and failed Fusion GPS steel dossier hit upon candidate President Trump back in 2016 on behalf of the Democrat National Committee and Hillary Clinton's campaign. Okay, so again, George Soros dollars follow Mark Elias. In 2016, Soros, according to Influence Watch, gave at least $5 million to Elias and his firm to challenge what left-wing activists alleged to be restrictions that deter Democrats and left-wing constituencies from voting. In 2017, Soros gifted $5 million to Priorities USA Super PAC after Elias had joined that board, GP's report noted. Okay, so very connected. Hobbs, who was supported and backed by Democracy Alliance in 2018, a source-supported group, along with Onward Together, a Clinton nonprofit, is now in a position that to hold this audit in Maricopa County and essentially hold entire country hostage. And like I said, it's very interesting how these groups all have the same kind of name. You know, like um, it's like it's like the brand new election integrity conservative election integrity group that uh, has Ken Bennett, the former SOS Secretary of Snakes for Arizona, as a member of its board. And it's like it's something like move on <laughs> or something like that. But it's a supposedly a Republican or conservative like um, uh, election integrity, nonprofit, whatever, Ken Bennett, you can go suck it. Katie Hobbs ran for her current position in 2018, which was her first run, and somehow she managed to win. She was heavily promoted by iVote, another Soros-backed nonprofit that exists solely to endorse and elect Democrat secretaries of state. Uh, it says here, uh, George Soros, who has meticulously planned over decades how he will secretly dismantle our capitalist society, build a massive progressive infrastructure in order to quietly dismantle our constitutional republic and replace it with a socialist nightmare, has targeted elected offices that have a strategic chokehold position in our American communities. Uh, county DAs control indictments and prosecutions. Attorney generals are state's chief law enforcement officers and SOSs, secretaries of snakes, control the entire election system in the state. So like I said, these were the, uh, these were the primary offices that Soros went after. Again, we cannot be mad at Soros if we ourselves are not funding our candidates, our America First candidates. We have the DAs, the attorney generals, and the secretaries of state. Okay, let's go ahead and get to our next article. Let me see what this one say real quick. Because that's what this is all about, guys. A group backed by Soros is gearing up to steal the 2012 election, 2012 election for Obama and congressional Democrats by installing left-wing Democrats as secretaries of snakes across the nation. From such posts, uh, secretaries of state can help tilt the electoral playing field the vehicle uh, for this planned hijacking of democracy is a below-the-radar non-federal 527 group called the Secretary of State Project. So let me go ahead and I'll I'm going to go ahead and copy this because that's where we're going in a minute. Now, the Secretary of State Project, to be quite honest with you guys, has already disbanded. 
like they're done. Okay, there's another group to talk about, and that one's the one that will take a little bit heavier digging. If anyone knows how to find, I'm I'm guessing a FOIA request. But if anyone in the chat happens to know how to look up funding for nonprofits, I'm uh, guessing a FOIA would be the only thing. I'm I'm kind of like uh, green in that regard when we're talking about that, but. Okay, so let's go ahead. I think we can move on to the next one. Um, let me see here. Yeah, so that's just so you see, that's Katie Hobbs' connection right there. Okay, so this one's from this one we just opened from the Gateway Pundit again. This one was published April 2021, guys. That's right at the, the head of the uh, audit that we had going on in Maricopa County. Soros and Clinton connected Arizona Secretary of State Katie Hobbs is preparing to fight the Senate audit of Maricopa County rather than support election integrity. That's another very important factor, guys, when we're talking about how are we going to gauge our candidates? How are we going to gauge the people that we, we entrust to be our voice after election you know if any candidate opposes election integrity or even audits that should be a huge red flag and that's what we're talking about with wendy rogers and we're talking about how she has this new um declaration of independence where wherein those who sign are are stating that they feel there should be an audit excuse me that there should be an audit of all 50 states for the 2020 election, that they should decertify Arizona, that all states should have a canvas of their uh, of their uh, precincts and counties. If anyone opposes that, they are clearly a rhino communist or they are just a communist shill and they need to go. No one should oppose this. If they are elected office holders, no one in that position should oppose any of this kind of idea. Because after all, how did they get there in the first place? They got there by being elected into office. And as such, they should not oppose an audit and they should not oppose any idea that comes with election integrity. Okay. That's just, that's just, that's just, that's just obvious guys Cap captain obvious right there that's that that goes without saying you know what i mean and so like that's why i say i'm so pissed about texas guys there's only one elected official that signed that document okay only one elected official i'm looking to send a couple of more people wendy rogers way because <clears throat> I'm pretty sure these people, they say, you know, they say, they say, I'm going to send her Chip Roy. I'm going to be like, hey, Chip, you need to go sign this. You, man, I am so pissed at Chip Roy. Uh, I'm going to send her, I'm going to send her Ted Cruz. I'm going to be like, hey, Ted, you know, uh, your lookalike was hanging out over here in Las Vegas during the Forgotten Country Patriot Double Down. His name was Juan O'Savin. They look alike. <laughs> I thought it was Ted Cruz at first. Anyways. Okay, uh, but uh, I'm gonna send them. The, I'm gonna send them Wendy Rogers' way, and I expect to see their damn signatures on that paper. I expect them to stand up for election integrity. I expect them to stand up for auditing all fifty. I expect them to stand up for decertification of 2020, and I expect them to have a canvas of every precinct and county, every single one. Yes, that's right. Deplore Laura hanging out over there at Twitch. Audit all 50. 
that's what we need and that's what we want. So we're not going to get into this article because we pretty much already read about it. And the last one, we're going to go ahead and move along to that. Who's this? Uh, let's see here. What do we got? Let me go ahead and expand that. Hope you're doing well this afternoon, Mr. Plor Laura. Uh, let's see here. Why doesn't Soros and Clinton-connected Colorado Secretary of State Jenna Griswold want a forensic audit in her state? Because there's likely lots of fraud. We covered this article back in June. This one was published June 18, 2021. There we go. There's the freaking vampire herself, Jenna Griswold. Colorado's Secretary of State is connected to Soros and Hillary Clinton money. So it's no surprise she doesn't want a legitimate audit performed in her state. Yesterday, Colorado Secretary of State Jenna Griswold released a statement that claimed she would not allow outside auditors to come into Colorado and perform an election audit of the 2020 results in Colorado. Maybe Griswold, ah, look at that face. Okay, maybe Griswold doesn't want an audit in Colorado because then the citizens there would wake up to see their state's election process is totally corrupt. One very quick statistic tells us this. In 2020 election, there were half a million more votes for Joe Biden than there were for Obama, Hillary, and even President Trump. Simply put, there's no way that sleepy, creepy, pedo, illegitimate Joe Biden had half a million more votes than Hillary Clinton. No way. So, okay, and we see here, what's this say? Fraudits have no place in Colorado. Uh, Democrat Secretary of State, uh, see, Democrat, okay, good, at least they put Democrat. Colorado Secretary of State issues emergency rules prohibiting election audits. Well, what's that all about, Griswold? Why are you prohibiting election audits, right? Colorado's 2020 election results make no sense. No way Biden received half a million more. Right, right, right. We know that. Um, let's see here. <clears throat> Why does that ugly face keep popping up? Okay. Um, here we go. Here's a little bit more into her history. Maybe Griswold doesn't want a legitimate audit because she was handpicked by George Soros, Hillary Clinton connected I vote. Okay, um, a Democrat nonprofit. Let's go ahead and click that one. Griswold was picked along with the corrupt Secretary of Snakes, um, Arizona, Katie Hobbs, and Michigan, Jocelyn Benson. All three of these picks were promoted by iVote. And here's from iVote, I guess. It says, uh, it says uh, Jenna Griswold is a lawyer and small business owner who has spent her career fighting for justice and fairness. Jenna is running for Secretary of State to ensure that every Coloradan can exercise his or her constitutional right to vote, to increase campaign finance transparency, and to make governor a government easier for Colo uh, Coloradans. Jenna grew up at Cedra es Estes Park, working at 12 years of age. I don't believe it. And uh, let's see here. Uh, realized she wanted to help even the playing field for Coloradans, et cetera, et cetera. Jenna's family is known for, and knows how important voting is to our democracy and our country. Her great grandparents came to the United States, et cetera. So I guess this is a write-up that uh, they did for Jenna Greswald from iVote. Not bueno, but now you know why. I mean, Jenna Griswold has made the national scene. She has absolutely made the national scene. Oh, God. Oh, 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 wait, wait. Who do we have here? Who do we have here? We have Sheila Jackson Lee, right? Here's Sheila Jackson Lee, otherwise known as Pedo Jackson Lee. Where's Cornyn? Cornyn's probably hiding. Cornyn's probably this this uh, 
Cornyn is probably the scalp right behind this man. You see this man right here? You see Cornyn's scalp? That is John Cornyn's scalp right there. That rhino from Texas, that rhino senator who's, uh, who's, who's side by side with, with Ted Cruz as far as their, their offices goes, their office goes. But, ugh. anyways, why is this here? Juneteenth, which celebrates the delivery of freedom to black Americans. What does that have to do with Jenna Griswold? I would like to know, Gateway Pundit. Okay, so anyways. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to the next one. Um, okay, so that's Jenna Griswold. Uh, I vote. Okay, this is I vote. This is current, I think, ladies and gentlemen. Now more than ever, we need to elect Democrats. Democrats, not Democratic. Democrat. See, they know what they're doing. Secretaries of State, in order to secure voting rights for all citizens, in 2018, I vote is zeroing in on this key office in swing states and across the nation, electing those who will fight to ensure Republicans can no longer bar certain people from ballots. Let's see. Uh, meet our candidates is what it says. Arizona, Katie Schnobs, Katie Schnobs, the bumbling uh, supersonic lesbian, Jenna Griswold. Dieter DeGier. Oh, there's one, guys, I've never heard of from Iowa. Okay, guys. Okay, Iowa played pretty heavy. Iowa played pretty heavy uh, during that last Save America rally. Dieter DeJar or DeGier. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, so let's get this one. All right. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to pop in Dieter DeGier. We're going to look this B up. I am so interested to know what things in Arizona and Iowa are like with this woman. Cause these are things that we don't get to hear about too often. Right. Well, we'll check her out in a little bit. Deidre Dejir, you go right here. Deidre Dejir. Okay. Ooh, I'm excited guys. I don't know about you. Here's a new snake to pull out of the grass. Y'all, if you're in Iowa, here's a new snake. I don't know. This was what going into 2018. So who knows? Perhaps she's gone by now. We'll figure it out. Jocelyn Benson is still reigning supreme in her evilness over there and her snakiness in, uh, in Michigan. We know her Nevada. Okay. So this guy's gone. Nelson Ajuro Arojo or either that or he didn't win. Let's see. Nelson Arojo is a proud Nevada native born in Las Vegas uh, to parents who fled the civil war in El Salvador. I, I don't think this guy won. Because we have, we have that uh, Barbara Savetsky person who is the current Secretary of State, who's a rhino. Yeah, check this out. Running against incumbent Barbara Savetsky. So he lost, all right? He lost. Who knows? Maybe that Deidre Dejir lost also. Uh, but we'll figure that out in a minute. Um, incumbent Barbara Savetsky. She's a rhino, guys. This woman is a rhino. We already saw her. That's, oh wait, that's Jocelyn Besson. That is Barbara Savetsky. That is the current Secretary of State for Nevada. Okay, she beat she beat I vote Democrat lefty Soros funded person, but she still hangs out with the best of them, and we'll get to that in a minute. New Mexico, Maggie Toulouse Oliver. Okay, so uh, I don't know if this woman won either. Let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and make a note of that. We'll get that. Also running for us, just in case we need to have that as a reference. 
So you see where these people are going, right? You see what they're doing. You see why the Secretary of State's there going for all these. Ohio, Kathleen Clyde, never heard of this bee either. That's, she must not be the current Secretary of State over there in Ohio, but we'll we'll take them down. We'll take the name anyways. Kathleen Clyde, there you go. Good job. Um, let's see here. I don't really care about their history. So they only had those people. Frank LaRose, I think, is actually the current in Ohio. Gavin Clarkson, I honestly couldn't tell you about New Mexico. Maybe if you someone out there is from New Mexico, you guys would know. Let's see if these guys are doing anything right now. Um, give a voice to voters who face unfair burdens when trying to cast a ballot. Oh, uh, yeah. Stand up for those who want it waited in line for over an hour to vote only to be told they didn't have the right. You know what? Stand up for those who waited an hour in line to vote only to be told they already voted. Pieces of, I tell you what, fight for those who couldn't vote because after casting their ballot in the same place for decades, their names are removed from the voter registration rolls because you probably moved. Yeah, this is just a, I don't know. Let me see. Let me see if these guys have anything new and then we'll move on. No, doesn't look like it. Does not look like it. They don't have any new news. <laughs> Join me. Join me. I'm Katie Hobbs. I'm Katie Hobbs, and I'm, I'm ready Katie to be your next Secretary of State. Look I at me. as a social worker. I'm the Sonic the Hedgehog lesbian that totally does not believe in election integrity. Okay. Oh, God. When you grew up working class like Jenna Grip, Shut up, Jenna. Sometimes the local food bank helps Look at her. She's crazy. You get a job young. Crazy. And don't stop until you become. I don't even want to say what kind of person she looks like. I don't want to be so judgmental. In the race for Secretary of State, a choice. As Dean of Wayne State Law School, Jocelyn Benson froze tuition for students and expanded access to and donors like Betsy DeVos. And Trader Lang backs DeVos's plan to fund public... I don't know. All right, let's go ahead and move off this page, guys. Boop. Okay, uh, to no one's surprise, this article says... Um, Michigan Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson is a product of George Soros Secretary of State's program. Telling you guys, hey, Pilled by the Rabbit. Hey, Skeeter Burke, how y'all doing? Just saw you guys pop it into the chat over there. And guys, don't forget to wish Monkey Toes 71 a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Miss Monkey Toes. If I had my song prepared, I'd sing it for you. I only do it for legit birthdays, not birthdates. Aha. Uh, let's see here. Um, okay, so we won't we won't spend too much time on this here. To no one's surprise, Michigan Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson was backed for her current position by a George Soros-connected entity. Michigan Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson has a storied history of corruption. Indeed, she does. Um, we first heard of her when she misprinted military ballots and removed President Trump from the ballots in the 2020 election. Talk about gall. Talk about talk about having some balls, right? She took his name off the ballots. You guys remember that? This is Michigan. The president knew this was intentional and would and the, let, let the world know it. Breaking, President Trump slams Trump hater Secretary of State of Michigan 
for purposely misprinting Trump ticket on military ballots. And why is that? Probably because she knew that the military was going to vote 100% for him. Um, let's see here. Democrat operatives in Michigan and Georgia tampered with military ballots. Again, that's another article there. Most recently, Benson intervened in the Dominion case in northern Michigan in Antrim County. For some reason, Democrats in the state and the nation didn't want Americans to know what the Dominion voting machines were doing with the ballots in the 2020 election. Fortunately, a judge who first agreed to having Benson join the case and delay the audit results from being released ruled today to release the results of the audit. After the report was released, we could see why Benson wanted it kept hidden. Fully exposed Dominion plot to defraud the American voters and President Trump. The Michigan Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson is without question a Soros-backed Secretary of State. She was backed for Michigan's Secretary of State by Soros Secretary of State Project back in 2009 and 2010. She lost, but then went, but then she went, she won in 2018. By then the SOSP had been disbanded. That's what I'm telling you guys, it's been disbanded. It was replaced by the iVote project. Matthew Batum is the uh, is the expert on corruption nonprofits like the many that are related to George Soros was initially originally with the Capital Research Center. He's been tracking George Soros for years. Okay. Uh, so that's some interesting stuff here. Let me see if I can't uh, get some information on that right there for you guys. All right. We're going to open that more up. Okay. So we're done with that. I should close these as we go. Close, 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 close. Okay. So this was when Trump slammed her for that. That secretary of snakes. Um, let's see here. Actually, we probably don't need to go through this. We already know about, oh, look at that. Okay. All right. Close that one. Uh, the American Spectator Soros Eyes Secretaries. This is from uh, 2009, guys. This is how far back we're going. Let's see if this uh, is reputable enough. Let me close this. It says here... Uh, history's most notorious Georgian turned Russian. The politically astute Joseph Stalin once remarked, the people who cast the votes decide nothing. The people who count the votes decide everything. The lesson has not been lost on the increasingly notorious Hungarian cum American George Soros. A group backed by Soros is... Ge- whoops, sorry guys. A group backed by Soros is gearing up to steal the 2012 election. Okay. This is, of course, the same Soros, the same hyper-political left-wing philanthropist who makes no secret of his intentions to destroy capitalism. In an interview with Der Spiegel last year, Soros said European-style socialism is exactly what we need now. I am against market fundamentalism. Okay, enough of that. Okay, so let me see what's this. Uh, the vehicle for the planned hijacking of democracy below's the below the radar non-federal 527 group called the Secretary of State Project. The entity can accept unlimited financial contributions and does not have to disclose them publicly until well after the election. It was revealed during a panel discussion at the Democratic Party convention last year that the Dem- Democracy Alliance, a financial clearinghouse created by Soros, and progressive insurance a, uh, magnate Peter B. Lewis approved the Secretary of State project as a grantee. 
the Democracy Alliance aspires to create permanent political infrastructure of nonprofit think tanks, media outlets, leadership schools, and activist groups, a kind of vast left-wing conspiracy. Okay, um, let's see here. The latest fundraising appeal from the SOS Project warns, in the 2000 and 2004 elections, we saw the results of extreme Republican tactics to intimidate voters and steal the presidential election. The disastrous uh, presidency of George W. Bush. Today, we watch as Republicans go to even greater extremes, even carrying guns to town hall meetings. Okay, that's just retarded. Like, if it's your right, that's not intimidation unless you're bowing up, you know, and then that's illegal. If they were willing to go to such extremes now, how far will they go on November 6, 2012, to steal the election from President Barack Obama? Um, at the top of the SOS project. And you know they wanted Obama in because Obama is a socialist. He's a communist. He's a Marxist. At the top of the SOS project slate of candidates for state-level Secretary of State positions in 2010 is Minnesota's radically left-wing Mark Ritchie, a former community organizer whose cavalier attitude toward electoral fraud and whose shamelessly partisan conduct during the recount process, cleared the way for Al Franken to steal last year's U.S. Senate election from then-Senator Norm Coleman. Ritchie was first elected to Minnesota Secretary of State in 2006. Franken and Obama, by the way, were endorsed last year by ACORN Votes, ACORN's Federal Political Action Committee. Okay. In 2006, the Minnesota ACORN PAC endorsed Ritchie, a longtime ACORN ally, and donated to his campaign. According to the Minnesota Campaign Finance and Public Disclosure Board, contributors to Richie's campaign included liberal philanthropists Minnesota, uh, uh, so, sorry, um, liberal philanthropists Soros, Drummond Pike, and Deborah Rapoport, along with veteran community organizers Heather Booth, a Saul Alinsky disciple who co-founded the Midwest Academy, a radical acorn clone that breeds Marxist agitators, one article on Ritchie's 2006 campaign website brags about the fine work Acorn did in Florida to pass a constitutional amendment to raise the state's minimum wage. This is all very important information to me. Particularly, this one catches my attention. Heather Booth co-founded Midwest Academy. Let's go ahead. We're not going to, I'm probably not going to dig into that today, but I do want to keep that as a reference for later. Um, okay, where are we at? Where do we go? You see everything? Okay. So anyways, guys, so that is a little bit of a look at the secretaries of state. This is an article. Like I said, this is going back into the mid 2000s, mid to late 2000s, when we're talking about um, all of these individuals who are currently in office coming out of the secretary of state project. Okay. Very, very, very important. They talk about Benson here, it looks like. Uh, let's see here. The 2010 slate also includes California Secretary of State Deborah Bowen, whom the group describes as one of the most progressive secretaries of state in the nation. If I'm not mistaken, isn't that who is still in office over there? Um, let me see here. California Secretary of State. Now, we know who's running against that person. Uh, huh. who is it? Who is it? Well, it's that person there. Gur away. 
Oh, Shirley Weber. My bad. This is the current California Secretary of State, Shirley Weber. Okay. Now we know that uh, I think what was her name? Jackie Ham or K- K- Kathy Ham? Katie Ham? She's running for her. She okay. Now this is this is where I'm jumping a little bit ahead here. But the reason why I'm saying you need to talk with Jim Marchant and why he's extremely important is because you see how George Soros, you see how George Soros has this entire coalition of secretaries of snakes that he built. Jim Marchant has started something called the Secretary of State Coalition with America First candidates. He's using the same tactics that George Soros used, minus the funding, but the same idea to get secretaries of state in that are America First that represent the people and represent what we want. Okay. So anyways, so yeah. So this goes back some ways, guys. This entire Secretary of State project, it goes back some ways. Let's see here. Uh, Dem spending, oh, let me expand that for you guys. Apologize. Dem spending $7 million to control secretaries of state. Will GOP let it happen again? This comes from July 2nd, 2021, guys. That's pretty recent. Again, here it says, one of George Soros' most brilliant tactics was capturing elections from the top down. The Secretary of State project has since picked up plenty of leftists who used it to very effectively rig the 2020 election in 2018. That's interesting. Let me pop that one open. Um, It says here, we should be prepared for this to be closer to an election week as opposed to an election day. Did you hear that, guys? We should be prepared for this to be closer to an election week as opposed to an election day. Michigan Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson, pardon me, excuse me, warned. It said, uh, and it goes on about Benson. We're not going to read about Benson. This time around, the left is preparing to spend $7 billion, $7 million. A left-leaning group plans to spend $7 million to help elect Democrat secretaries of state and attorney generals in key, battle, key battlegrounds. A big investment in down-ballot races that loom large in voting rights battles around the country. Pardon me. And Citizens United, Let America Vote on Tuesday will endorse six Democrat incumbents as part of its new democracy defender. The group is backing Nevada Attorney General Aaron Ford. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) Wisconsin Attorney General. Josh Call, Michigan Attorney General, Dana Nassell. Dana Nassell is part of the, the wicked three witches of Michigan. That would be Dana Nassell, Jocelyn Benson, and wretched Gretchen Whitmer. <clears throat> Colorado Secretary of State, Jenna Griswold. Michigan Secretary of State, Jocelyn Benson. And Minnesota Secretary of State, Steve Simon. Okay, if any of you guys live in any of these states, this is important. Okay. Um, Minnesota, that's important. Let's get that out there. If I'm not mistaken, this dude's already, he's, he's in right now. If I'm not mistaken, Minnesota secretary of state, Steve Simon, you see guys, he's in. All right. Now this is another Soros funded guy in Minnesota. What do we got going on in Minnesota, right? 
we got a lot of bad things election integrity uh you know uh, uh, uh elderly people being forced into uh nursing homes with COVID sick patients um uh, uh what's her name uh, ilhan omar we have a, a ballot harvesting in minnesota and it goes it goes unprosecuted yeah i mean it's not the secretary of state's job to prosecute guys but uh, it, it is their job to make sure elections are upheld and they are done accurately and correctly. Now, this is your current Secretary of State for Minnesota, guys. Another Soros-funded man, Operation. Um, so let's see. Let's go back up here. Let's go jump back into this. Okay, so <clears throat> very important. Now, all of these other people here, we know for a fact that uh, Dana Nacelle is in Jenna Griswold's in, Jocelyn Benson's in, Steve Simon's in. That, I mean, I don't know much about when we're talking about the attorney generals. Uh, Josh Call, I recognize that guy's name. I'm pretty sure he's in, but we're looking at Nevada, Aaron Ford, Wisconsin, Josh Call. These are current attorney generals, guys, that were hand-selected by the George Soros, the left lefty um, wing, in order to get them in and for them to do their bidding. Bad news, ladies and gentlemen, very bad news. Okay, so I think we're good here. We'll move along. This was from Front Page Mag. What's this? Okay, the American Spectator, Republican Insider. Okay, so this is an, also from Front Page. The real presidential election was rigged in 2018 interesting title this this was published in 2020 november 18th um let's see here benson 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 i vote i vote i vote hobbs 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 griswold 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 uh, they're just telling us the same thing about uh, we know about all this this is just more uh how would you say these are more receipts guys that i'm sharing with you all right here let's see what this says michigan arizona colorado were among the key battlegrounds in 2018 the democrats did not get all the seats they wanted after making deidre DeGier an obama staffer endorsed by him into a star bringing top democrats to campaign with her and outspending republicans three to one her republican opponent still decisively won iowa so DeGier lost so DeGier. Baba, we don't need to talk to you anymore, Mr. Dajir. Okay, so uh, let's see what else do we got. Dajir and the Democrats were coming after Iowa's voter ID measures, but they failed. In Ohio, Democrats plowed over two million dollars into Kathleen Clyde's campaign and outspent her Republican opponents five to one, and still lost. Okay, that's what I thought. Ohio, the name sound familiar? Bye bye, Maggie. Oh wait, that's not uh, Ohio. This is Ohio. Kathleen Clyde. See you later, bitch. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> Didn't mean to cuss like that, guys. All right, we'll see what that's about in a minute. Um, all right, uh, where the Democrats could not secure the office, as in Nevada, they used the pandemic as a pretext for rigging the election. In Nevada, Governor Sisolak rejected a push by Secretary of State Barbara Savetsky requiring the registration of ballot harvesters after ramming through a bill requiring universal mail-in ballots and legalizing harvesting. So interesting if you think about it, because again, we have Governor Sisolak, who's obviously, he's, he's obviously no good, but then we have this Republican, uh, Barbara Savesky, Secretary of State, who apparently was going toe-to-toe -to -toe with him. Now, that's the thing about these rhinos, that's the thing about people like that, is that they will present to you 
um, uh, what you want to know, what you want to hear, the way it should be as uh, someone who represents representation of the party. But at the same time, she's opposing Governor Sisolak because of all of these um, mail-in universal things that he's doing. But then when President Trump says, hey, there was fraud in your state, she's like, no, 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 no. She's like, there's no such thing as fraud. There's no proof, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, when we know that Nevada was actually one of the places where they had a hearing and they brought up evidence, you know, they brought up evidence about it. And that's why, that's why we need to get a hold of Jim Marchant. Jim Marchant is running for Secretary of State in Nevada. Very important man. I can't say that enough. He must know he's important because he didn't give me an interview, even though he promised me four times. Okay, so let's see here. Um, moving right along, I think we're good in this uh, department. Yeah, I think Katie Hobbs, and it goes on about Jenna Griswold, and it goes on about Jocelyn Benson. All right, Nevada's Republican Secretary of State fights Trump campaign's mail-in ballot lawsuit. Okay, guys, again, this is what I'm talking about when we're talking about this woman here. Not her, her. This is uh, Barbara Savetsky, okay? This is from August 11, 2020. Barbara Savetsky is defending a new law that would send mail-in ballots to all active voters in the state, okay? Secretary of State Barbara Savetsky asked a federal court on Monday to toss out a Trump campaign lawsuit over a new law making it easier to vote in Nevada. Isn't it interesting how the how they framed it, right? It made me it made me do a double take for a minute. Barbara Savetsky is defending a new law that would send mail-in ballots to all active voters in the state. That sounds like a positive statement to me, right? Um, but it's not. Savetsky is the latest Republican state official to push back against Trump's voter suppression tactics in the run-up to the 2020 election. Uh, you know we all don't agree with that here, ladies and gentlemen. Now, this is from August 2020, okay? This is from before Election Day 2020, before the coup, before the fraud, it, or the fraud. Um, and Barbara Savetsky was fighting Trump on this. Now, the Trump campaign, joined by the Nevada Republican Party and the Republican National Committee, sued Nevada on August 4th over a new law that requires the state to send all active voters a ballot for the November election, claiming it would make fraud inevitable, according to the Nevada Independent. Monday's motion to dismiss, filed by Attorney General Aaron Ford, Aaron Ford, who's also, we just read his name, guys, Aaron Ford, backed up by Soros as Attorney General of Nevada, who represents Savetsky. So she's a Republican. She's a Republican. And she's getting support from this Soros-backed Aaron Ford. But she's not She's not part of the Soros crew, right? She didn't get any money from Soros, this Republican rhino, right? Savetsky? Anyways, Aaron Ford argued that Trump campaign failed to demonstrate that the law would cause any harm. Further, Ford noted that several other states, including Colorado, Hawaii, Oregon, Utah, and Washington, also planned to mail citizens' ballots for the November election, and the Trump campaign had not sued those states. For months, Trump has engaged in voter suppression tactics. According to AmericanIndependent.com, they can eat it as far as I'm concerned. 
Um, and let's see here. Uh, the Brennan Center for Justice is totally corrupt. We know that already. Um, let's see here. Claims about mail-in ballot fraud have been repeatedly debunked, I'm sure. Uh, who were they debunked by? PolitiFact, NPR, the AP, factcheck.org, uh, Fox News. I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that Fox News has debunked it because they are a fake shill, opposition-controlled uh, network anyways. And then again here, this is where they're convoluting, right? They're convoluting uh, mail-in mail -in voting with, uh, you know, absentee voting. It's two different things. Anyways, let's move off this article from this piece of trash rag. Look at it. It's Chaz Bono, the woman himself. Uh, eh, we're not going to get into that right now. We're talking about election integrity. Okay. Uh, Maggie Toulouse-Oliver. She made it, guys. Check this out. This woman made it. I didn't know who she was, but she made it. Oh, we should we should dig into her some more. Honestly, we should dig into Maggie Toulouse some more. Hold on. Let me get this thing situated right. I'm just I'm standing up now. I've been sitting down behind the whole time. Okay. Maggie Toulouse assumed office in December of 2016. This is another one who is being backed by Soros as part of that project, the Secretary of State project. Who would have known? I we I mean I mean when it came to Nevada and when it came to New Mexico, you know, this is off the radar for me. Uh, you know, Hobbs in Arizona, Benson in Michigan, and Griswold in Colorado were, you know, my main modes of attack. But apparently, Maggie Toulouse is the 26th Secretary of State for New Mexico. She's also a member of the Democrat Party. Ah, very interesting. Maggie Toulouse made it in. Now we have to really do some digging into New Mexico. We're going to have to do some digging into New Mexico, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you what, because uh, if you don't know when you live there, you should know. And now you should be prompted to do something about it. Um, let me see here. Actually, let's go over to news and uh, check this out. New Mexico deploys absentee ballot drop boxes statewide. New Mexico Supreme Court sides with GOP and fight with clerks over COVID-19. Uh, CV, Desinueva, mail-in voting. That one sounds interesting. We'll take a look at that in just a sec. Uh, New Mexico pension fund, blah, 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 blah. Election nomination process delayed by Shamdemic. Um, let's see. Election nomination process. Okay. Let's take a look at that article real quick. Let's see what it has to say. This is from uh, talkingpointsmemo.com. I don't know if I like the way that sounds, but let's see what it has to say. New Mexico Supreme Court sides with GOP and fight with clerks over CV Nueva mail-in voting. Uh, the New Mexico Supreme Court took the state uh, took the state GOP side Monday in a dispute with New Mexico election officials over how broadly to expand mail-in voting for the state's upcoming elections due to the planned shamdemic. The court issued its order after a two-hour-plus hearing conducted over Zoom. Um, 27 local clerks with the backing of New Mexico Secretary of State Maggie Toulouse Oliver had sought the court's permission to essentially transform New Mexico's June 2nd election into an entirely mail-in election, though in-person voting would be available to those who needed it. 
Their lawyers told the court on Monday, according to Las Cruces Sun News, that the overhaul could not be done legislatively because calling a special session would require under law that legislators physically gather. They said they were merely asking the court to interpret existing election code rather than change the law, which already allows for special elections to be conducted via email. I mean, via mail. I apologize. How interesting. So this article is from 2020. This is the woman right here. This is Mary Toulouse. Oh, wait. Maggie Toulouse Oliver, George Soros funded Secretary of State of New Mexico. Get her out, New Mexico. Get her out. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Washington Times. This article is about Barbara Savetsky, I think. Barbara Savetsky, Nevada Secretary of State, censored by Republican Party. So she was censored. This is from April 2021. It says Nevada's Republican Party voted to censure the state of the Secretary of State, accusing her of violating her oath of office by failing to fully investigate allegations of fraud in the 2020 election that the party presented to her. Barbara Savetsky, the only Republican statewide office holder in Nevada, said members of her party are disappointed with the election results and believe fraud occurred despite a complete lack of evidence to support that belief. I don't understand this woman. Savetsky, who has overseen elections in the state since 2014, has repeatedly defended the results as reliable and accurate despite attacks from President Donald Trump and other Republicans. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's what happened to Barbara Savetsky, and that's why I'm pretty sure Jim Marchant will win that office in uh, that office in Nevada. I should say here in Nevada. Um, okay, let's see what else we got up for you guys in two. 2006, George Soros funded a project to elect progressive liberals to Secretary of State offices. Now you know why. Okay, so this is from 2020, November 6th, 2020. The Secretary of State project was an American nonprofit progressive 527 political action committee focused on electing reform-minded progressive secretaries of state in battleground states who typically oversee the election process. The project was funded by George Soros and members of the Democracy Alliance. In 2008, Democrat House Oregon Politico ran a story about the Obama campaign, calling the secretaries of state the Democrat firewall. In anticipation of a photo finish presidential election, Democrats have built an administrative firewall designed to protect their electoral interests in five of the most important battleground states. The bulwark consists of control of Secretary of State offices in five key states, Iowa, Minnesota, Nevada, New Mexico, and Ohio, where the difference between victory and defeat in the 2004 presidential election was no more than 120,000 votes in any one of them. With the Democrat now in charge of the offices, which oversees and administer their state's elections, the party is better positioned than in the previous elections to advance traditional Democrat interests, such as increasing voter registration and boosting turnout, rather than Republican priorities, such as stamping out voter fraud. I mean, anyways, perhaps more important in those five states, Democrats are now in a more advantageous position when it comes to the interpretation and administration of election law, a development that could benefit Barack Obama if any of those states are closely contested on election day. The effort began in 2006 when a group of liberal California activists created an independent 527 group designed to elect secretaries of state. The Secretary of State project ran independent ads on its own 
uh, and ensured that donors, many of whom were affiliated with Democracy Alliance, a network of wealthy fundraisers that channels money to liberal causes across the country, knew which candidates deserved donations. Interesting, guys. Uh, members of Democracy Alliance are required to contribute at least $200,000 a year to groups the Democracy Alliance vets and recommends. As of 2014, the Alliance had held, helped distribute approximately $500 million to liberal organizations since its founding in 2005. Members of the Democracy Alliance include billionaires George Soros and Tom Steyer. In 2017 and 2018 alone, Democracy Alliance members spent $600 million on various liberal causes. Okay, I'm going to pop something open over here real quick because I am super interested and I don't want to lose this thought. And we'll just leave that there for a moment. Um, okay, let's go back over here. Uh, we already covered Savetsky. Oh, get rid of her. I don't like the way she looks. Maggie Toulouse. Maggie Toulouse. Uh, anyways, okay. So uh, I think we're good here. Oh, well, we'll pop this one open. This is Democracy Alliance. Uh, I just opened that link. The chairman of which, John Stocks, is a senior advisor to the NEA, the nation's largest union, representing 3 million people. Do you see that, guys? This, whoever this, okay, so this is, again, this is from 2020, okay? Not too long ago, not current, however, and we're seeing this here. This is, oh, my goodness. Okay, so here's a link to the board of Democracy Alliance, okay? The chairman, John Stocks, senior advisor to the NEA. That is probably the National Education Association. I'll look that up in just a sec, but it says it's the nation's largest union, Union representing 3 million teachers, okay? 3 million teachers. A union, education, it just, oh my goodness. Okay, Secretary of State Project is said to, to said in some places to have folded, but the goal and efforts of groups like Democracy Alliance went unabated. So again, the, um, sec the Secretary of State Project is done. But is it done, right? Or did it just go into a new mode or into hiding of some sort? It's kind of what I'm thinking is what's going on here. Uh, it says, um, uh, it says, no, note that an early success of the project was getting liberal Democrat Mark Ritchie elected. Okay, we already read about that stuff in a different. Okay, so then it goes into like some of their history. Let's take a look at... It's not found. Oh, really? Democracy Alliance. Okay, let's see. This is Democracy Alliance. This is, uh, these are the people who funded the um, Secretary of State project. What I'm interested in is seeing if they're funding the National Association of Secretaries of State, because that's where you're going to find a lot of our people who are currently in or trying to run. Um, you're going to find a lot of them there. Let's take a look over here. Mission statement, job staff. Let's uh, let's take a look at their staff. Tell me if you recognize anyone. No, I don't. Santa Abrar, Caitlin Blair, Cantrell Brown, Tessie D, Alex Hagermoser, Marco Fernandez, Seki Fascione. Kimberly Douglas, Carly Hawkins, Roger Kim, 
Don D. Marie Moreland, Jillian Murphy, Frank Smith. I don't know any of these people. Not that we won't at some point, but uh, let's see here. Membership, contact, investment, strategy, defending uh, state funds. Meet the president. Pamela Schiffman. Uh, this is the current president of this organization. Mm. Investments. Uh, defending Democrat values, institutions, and norms, state power funds. I'm um, just kind of uh, scrolling through this, guys. Not really. Let's see. Defending Democrat values. I want, I want some, I want some names is what I want. I want names of organizations that they're funding. That's what I'm looking for. Actually. Uh, I want to know if they're funding the national association of secretary of states. That's what I really want to know. Um, latest post is September 23rd, 2021. The democracy Alliance names Pamela Schiffman as the president DA spring conference, final remarks from Gera Lamarck. That's in June and March. Every issue depends on democracy reform. Uh, March also, as we take a victory lap for the American Rescue Plan, let's acknowledge who got us there. Okay, whatever. All right, I'm going to go ahead and close this one out. We're going to step over here. Ah, could I have guessed this? Could I have guessed this? Okay, we're going to pop this one open. Um, could I have guessed that, ladies and gentlemen? I tell you what, okay, let me take a look at this real quick. It says, um, Alliance for Securing Democracy, Democracy Alliance. I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. Trusted Info 2020 official partner, the Alliance for Securing Democracy partners with the National Association of Secretaries of State. The Secretary of State project is not over. They changed their name, okay? They are the National Association of Secretaries of State. We just hit gold right here, guys, because this Alliance for Securing Democracy, I guarantee it's the same people. I guarantee it's the same people. Oh, and this is since August 2020. Now, this makes a lot of sense, guys. This makes a lot of sense. Now, now everything that I've been suspecting is coming together. Everything I've suspected is coming together. Okay, so... <clears throat> Ahead of the 2020 general election, the Alliance for Securing Democracy at the German Marshall Fund of the United States is partnering with the National Association of Secretaries of State to promote their Trusted Info 2020 initiative, etc. Okay, no, like that's all I need to see. Okay, so, all right, let's cop over here. Okay, here is the website for the National Association of Secretaries of State, guys. Okay, so... Ah, uh, yes, Antony Blinken, our current National Secretary of State, federal speaking, is uh, he's related to George Soros. His runs, uh, his roots run deep there. We didn't get to get into that, but let's go. Let's go back here. This is what I wanted to. Okay, so National Association of Secretaries of State. Okay, now this is this is the current Secretary of State project. This is a nonprofit organization where we have all of the current secretaries of state coming out of, 
we've covered this guy these guys before these guys they they also get a lot of their people from the truman national truman national project oh my goodness okay we did a whole episode on the truman national defense project okay so this that was back in march okay this is huge for us here guys because now we know just as i might have suspected that these people are all still working together like this is not over yet they're still doing it look at they have an upcoming event who wants me to go to the conference uh -huh. <laughs> you can send me it's not until january 2022 okay uh let's meet their members we don't need to know who what they're about or who they are or what they're about we pretty much know look at roster of secretaries of state and lieutenant governors do you see this guys if you're in alabama john merrill alaska kevin meyer uh uh american samoa We'll worry about you later. Look at Arizona, Katie Hobbs. You see her face? You see her face, don't you? Right? Who do we got? Shirley Weber, Jenna Griswold, John Thurston, Arkansas. Guys, okay, I'm telling you all right here now, this is it. These are your people. If they're here, get them out. Connecticut, Denise Merrill. Laura Lee from Florida. That's right, guys. The Florida Secretary of State, Bradford Raffensperger. Check him out. He's looking at you right in the face, okay? Uh, Delaware's got one in. District of Columbia's got one in. Hawaii, Josh Green. Guam, Joshua Tenorio. Uh, Idaho, Lawrence Denny. Illinois, Jesse White. Kentucky, Michael Adams. Kansas, Scott Schwab. Paul Pate. Uh, Holly Sullivan, Indiana. Iowa, like... Ardoin. I don't want to go look at you. Okay, anyways, okay, so uh, Shanna Bellows, Maine, uh, John Wobensmith, uh, Maryland, William Galvin, Massachusetts, Missouri, Jay Ackroft. Okay, these are people that are also Republicans, guys. Steve Simmons, Jocelyn Benson, uh, Michael Watson, Mississippi, okay, uh, Montana, Christy Jacobson. Do you guys understand what's going on? These people, look at Barbara Savetsky, these people are hobnobbing as part of the National Association of Secretary of States, which is getting funded by leftist organizations, and they are bringing down our state government and our country, okay? This is what the digging is all about, guys. This is what we, this is the payoff. Maggie Toulouse Oliver, there she is. New York, North Carolina, New Jersey. Tahisha Way, New Jersey. New Jersey's in a lot of trouble right now, guys. Okay, North Dakota, Alvin A., Alvin Al Yeager, Ohio, Frank LaRose. I mean, come on, guys. We're talking about Republicans here also. They're not just part of this because they're secretaries of state. This organization opened up after, okay, after, after we had that um, uh, secretary of state project. Look at, here's Veronica DeGraffenreid. There she is. Show me Texas. I know you're here, Joe. There you are, Fat Joe. Joe Esparza, the deputy deputy look at check this out appointed you know why he's appointed because there's currently no secretary of state for texas he is the deputy secretary of state okay and there you have it now it gets worse guys now here we're going to run through all of their members they're going to recruit everyone they can let's take a look at their committees who do you think is part of their election committee 
Hmm. Hmm. Could you imagine who could be part of the election committee? That, that means this is this is a subgroup. This is a tighter knit group of people who are doing this to our states. Let's see who we find. Let's see who we find. Jay Ashcroft. Okay. Who else is here? Katie Hobbs. Okay. Who else is here? Shirley Weber. Who else is here? Jenna Griswold. Who else is here? Bradford Raffensperger. Who else is here? This is election committee, guys, for the NASS. All right. Very, very important. Who else is here? Let me let me let me find the one that I'm really Jocelyn Benson. There's another one. Steve Simon, Minnesota. There's another one. Barbara Savetsky, Nevada. There's another one. Joe Jose Esparza, Texas. There is another one. We have been bamboozled, ladies and gentlemen. Look, Joe Esparza, Texas Secretary of State, Deputy Secretary of State. He's appointed on the interim here in Texas. Okay, big deal. Good to know. That's what it's all about, guys. All right, now before we wrap it up, let's talk a little bit about Marchant. Like I said, I tried to get an interview with the man. I engaged him four times. He promised me three times. It just didn't happen. Maybe I can get him on the show. I'm not mad at him, but if uh, if any of the content creators have more clout than I do, then I recommend you get him on your show. He was at the um, he was at the Forgotten Country Patriot Double Down to talk about the Secretary of State Coalition. Anyways, this guy he was um, he was endorsed by President Trump in 2020. When he was running for a House of Representatives office, he did not win. Uh, he says it was because of voter fraud. I do not doubt him. So now he's running for Secretary of State. He has not received a new endorsement for Trump since. But again, he got endorsed like in late 2020. So I'm pretty sure it's still a good endorsement. Plus, he is putting together this coalition of Secretaries of State. You guys might have heard about it. Okay, you might have heard about the coalition... Let me see if they have it. anything here on it. What is this? What are we looking at? Nope. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if you guys heard what I heard about that person that got shot by Alec Baldwin. That's not uh, for now. Let me go and pull, pull this up. Um, Of course, the articles that you're going to find here primarily, check it out. QAnon MAGA Secretaries of State. No, 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 no. We're not going there. Go back. Go back. I didn't want to go there. Well, maybe we should. Um, coalition letter to Secretary of State. Anson. No, no, no. Ooh, this looks interesting. Okay, let's go ahead and pull that one up. In 2022 midterms, a new big lie battleground secretary. Okay. Okay. We'll go to this one because that seems to be the most reliable, reputable source. Um, and we'll go and open up this one as well. Okay, so let's check this out. Um, coalition letter to Secretary of State. Let me see if this even has anything to do with that. No, that's Bridges Coalition. Okay, moving right along. Okay, here we go. Uh, this is Gateway Pundit again. America First fighting back with Army of Candidates for Secretary of State. Oh, we should watch this, actually. We should watch this. We should watch this. We'll watch this, and uh, we'll call it a wrap on this episode in just a minute. Um, Nevada Secretary of State candidate Jim Marchant joined Steve Bannon's war room to discuss the next fight in securing election integrity. 
Marchant exposed George Soros' plan to put radical left people in secretary of state positions all across the country. A plan started in 2004. Um, Soros understood that it was secretary of state who controlled elections in the state. So we're going to watch that real quick, guys. It's a very good interview. It's uh, it's short, but it's good. Uh, real quick, um, Mark Fincham from Arizona, Christina Caramo from Michigan, Jody Heist from Georgia, Rachel Ham from California are members of this coalition. We'll open that up for after the video. Okay, let's take a gander real quick, guys, at this, and then we're going to call it... We got maybe about five, ten minutes at the most left, and then uh, we'll be done with today's episode. I want to turn that to Jim Marshall. Again, this was the uh, first episode of uh, the Sea Report Live Digs, where we're just kind of digging and looking and searching and picking and poking. Okay, here we go, guys. Uh, enjoy. You got the drift of it. Georgia and the people of Georgia, whether you're Democrat or Independent, don't deserve this thing to be accessible. This is an embarrassment. And it, and it took you got to get up on it, Mike. This this is this is an embarrassment. You've been fighting this. I keep hearing. By the way, folks should understand. Arizona is the least of our problems. Georgia is a cesspool. Pennsylvania is a cesspool. Michigan's a cesspool. Wisconsin's the easiest one to prove. But the granddaddy of them all is what they're telling me all the time when they first flew out there. The grand, the brand candy. They said, Steve, yep. you can't believe Nevada. Nevada, there's not amateurs. It's like the gambling. It's professional. Very professional, uh, like I told you, and tell everybody, George Soros started this in 2004 with a machine and a plan, and they accomplished it. They have what? What was the plan, Soros? Had? Operation Secretary of State. It was uh, established in 2004, and they managed to get a, a Democrat Secretary of State elected in 2006 for the. 2007 session, and he implemented the machines. And nobody paid attention. Nobody way, paid attention. So just, is this an honorary position? What is a secretary of state? Yeah. Well, we thought you signed treaties with foreign countries, right? Um, no. no. They control the election system. So I tell you, this was Stacey Anderson. These are smart tough that, people. Yes. They, get, they understand how to take power. Well, George Soros knew to take the secretary of state offices first, and then AGs, and then DAs. So they started back in 2004, and Harry Reid and and he had a plan, and they executed it flawlessly. And we are the election that happened on 2020 is a result of what happened, what started in 2004. Multiple, you're saying multiple. That's 16 years in the making. Yep. But you got it. How are you? We're, we we refer to this as the three November 2020 movement. Right. We hear all the voter integrity and all that. God bless you. We got to win 2020, right. 2024. But until we get to the bottom of three November, the hardest one we've got in these battleground states. Is going to be Nevada. Nevada. Right. So, so give us, I know you're a fighter. It's one of the I'm reasons. A fighter. The reason is uh, we are 100%. Nikki Fuller vouches for you as a fighter. So I, so I know she's a fighter. <laughs> she's a fighter. She's a fighter. She's on Trump 16, man. She you don't get a, any better 20. You don't get any better fighters. She was a Trump warrior, let me tell you. So so, so how are you going to get, well, how are we going to get to the bottom of 3 November? We can't let off the hook. Well, we have, we, uh, unfortunately in Nevada, we're 100% controlled by Democrats from the constitutional offices down to the assembly and that the was not what it was in 2004 no. that's what 2004 that's what getting the secretary of state got exactly us. a state that's got it's it should be a red state yeah but it's controlled by democrats absolutely is a red state and what by putting together that machine harry reed and george soros uh it, we are where we're at because of that so uh very important that we reverse and counter what they did and that's what i'm doing 
with uh, my uh, Secretary of State coalition. We're going to do the same Talk thing. Talk about the coalition, because that's what excited me. Yeah. Actually, I said, this guy's got a vision. You know, Brian Kennedy, a bunch of you Brian guys Kennedy, great job. Great guy. But this is where you actually are trying to set up something that counters what Soros is doing. Right. So we've got a coalition, and we've got uh, 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 Mark Fincher from Arizona, uh, Christine Carmo from Michigan, Jody Heiss, who I met with the other day here. You got the hardcores. Yeah. Um, uh, Rachel Ham from California, myself from Nevada. And we're looking for others that are America first, uh, Donald Trump loving MAGA candidates that want to come in and join us and run As for Secretary, Secretary of State States. In, in states. Yeah. So any of them that's up, uh, there are some incumbents that are running, and we hope that they will adopt some of our policies that we're going to put forward. So um, in Pennsylvania, the breaking news, by the way, in Pennsylvania, they're talking about, I think Senator Argyle met with the activist today and he said, hey, look, I think we've got to start. I think we start moving towards a full forensic audit, at least starting in certain counties. Right. And see where it goes from there. Understanding in Nevada, the House is against it. You know, I don't have any executives. You don't have the legislatures. Walk me through, though, as a fighter, you're always thinking about what you're right. doing. What, what's the alternative of how to get in Nevada and how to get to the bottom of 3 November? Yeah, everything is against us in Nevada. The judges, they wouldn't even give us one evidentiary hearing. So we've got to figure out a different way. So what we're doing is we have, there's 17 counties in Nevada, and 15 of them are blood red. And we're going to use them to uh, force the issue with the two counties that have the bad registrars and have the that would be Clark County Clark County and Washoe County yeah. and we're going to use them and, and believe me we've been working for quite a while Maricopa County is two-thirds of the vote of Arizona we understand out there they may go to Pinal and Pino, Pino, County, Pino County that would yeah. get about 80 percent right uh the two counties you got 15 red counties the two blue counties right or what percentage of those oh, states probably 70 percent oh more than that probably uh 85 90 even 90 percent. yeah yeah because that's uh most of the population. So how, how do you how do we get about 30 seconds how, how are you going to sue from the county level right to try to force sue from the county level and then ultimately if uh if if we can't get satisfaction through that we, they won't certify the next election we got to find out who our parity republicans are and then we also have right. to do this we need a slate we need a slate of our endorsed candidates. I like her. Harry Reid Republican. That's right. right. What's a Harry Reid Republican? Uh, a rhino. One, Barbara Sagaski is another, our, our current Secretary of State. Yeah. Okay. All right. I love it when I see Steve Bannon get excited. Like, you see that grin on his face? He's like, mm. Okay, guys. So there's that. That's why it, it was so important to talk to Jim Marchant. It's very important. Um, I just lost all of my chat, but uh, I did see um, uh, one thing that I think Melchizedek is the name said, and it, it has to do more with going into the cities and the locales, the locations. Yes, we're, we're, we're doing this dig on the secretaries of state because they ultimately control the elections and they are like the gatekeepers for the elections, at least per state, you know, but when we're talking about um the local that's far more important so what we're talking about here is uh people like us people who are watching this broadcast actually getting involved in their local becoming you know precinct uh members becoming poll watchers becoming precinct judges uh that's going to be the most important thing to do because at the state level just like at the governorship you know they can they can make they can do, give guidance for they can give guidance for the way the state's going to go, but ultimately, when we're talking about cities and counties, 
and, and stuff such as that, townships, whatever you want to call them, that's going to be far more important that people like us are in those positions to ensure that we don't have an overreach of our state and they to make sure that they don't, we don't have an overreach of our federal government because ultimately that's what it boils down to. So real quick, Jim Marchant, America First um, Secretary of State Candidates, he's running in Nevada. Uh, we have here Mark Fincham. It was crazy seeing this man live. Uh, he's running in Arizona. He's also heading up the uh, Ballot Integrity Project, which actually uh, th they announced in uh, they announced during the Patriot Double Down that the uh, Ballot Integrity Project it became law in Arizona. So in Arizona, you will see the watermark hologram ten or twelve point. Uh, counterfeit proof ballot. It's officially law in Arizona now. So they will have it moving forward in Arizona. May it go forward for the rest of the country. That's something you didn't hear about, right, guys? Like No one's announcing it. No one's saying they have brand new ballots in Arizona. You're not hearing it on the mainstream, lamestream, fake news media. That's for sure. Christina Caramo, whom uh, I got to do an interview with in uh, here in Nevada. She's running for She's running to take out Jocelyn Benson. Got to get that woman out of here. But Christina Caramo, guys, if you're in Michigan, vote for her, okay? Support her. Support all of these people. Uh, Rachel Hamm in California, guys. Now, with Rachel Hamm, I'd say exposure is going to be her biggest problem. I had no idea who this woman was, even as she was speaking on the stage. But she is uh, running for Secretary of State in California to take out that Weber lady. Let's see who else they got. Jody Heiss. Uh, guys, like this guy is also one who's pretty well known taking out Brad Raffensperger in Georgia. Okay, great stuff here. So that's where they're starting. That's where this is going for Secretary of State. We have to take it back uh, to the to the audience point. Of, uh, point. Yes, it has to be local. We have to get there first, you know, but uh, that's where it goes, guys. That is where we are, Lairders and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Sea Report Live Digs. It's the first one. Told you we'd be about 10 past the hour. Had a great time. Sorry I lost my chat. I know there's still plenty of people hanging out in the chat room. Thank you so much for your gold pill donations. Thank you so much for the donations that you guys send away to uh, the Mr. CTV and the channel. Um, we can't do this without you guys. Y'all guys keep the lights on and it is greatly appreciated. Um, we will be back, of course, as always. We will be back. Um, I cannot give you a fixed date. Actually, my flight leaves in a few hours. I'm going to go catch dinner before I take off back to Texas. Um, there, is a, uh, there is a Korean barbecue place that's literally right downstairs. So I think that's where I'll be headed. And uh, not where I will be beheaded but where I will be heading to, okay? All right, before I get ready um, and uh, get ready to get back Texas side, ladies and gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure hanging out with you all today. Sorry, I'm making you see all these secretaries of snakes again. Let's, let's let it rest right here with the one who's been bamboozling Texas the longest, Jose Esparza, it's time for you to go. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a great night. Deplore Laura. Have a great night. All of the friends and family over at the foxhole.app. Uh, I'm sorry the chat is totally gone. So, I, I mean, I'm running on I'm running on hotel Wi-Fi here, guys. So I think we did pretty good. Uh, but I'll be back. Don't worry. We'll have uh, the C Report. We'll be back up and on the air as well as Mr. C in the Dark, Lone Star News. And now you got a new one. 
It's called the Sea Report Live Digs. We'll see you next time. Bye.